Dr. Gordon. Church, say amen. amen. Boy, what a mighty God we serve. Now, <clears throat> we've had a lot. I want to say next Sunday, June 9th, during our 1030 service, we'll recognize all high school and college graduates. Amen. And our semi-annual business, church business meeting is Wednesday, June 12th. 7 p.m. Sanctuary, and everyone that was born in the month of June, will you stand? June. Amen. Happy birthday to all of you. Oh, God bless you. The Lord is good. Happy birthday. Amen. And uh, on Saturday, July 12th, we will have our annual Wildwood Beach Outreach, which will be our church-wide fellowship. Keep that date in mind, July 20th. We want everybody to come with us to the shore for fellowship. Amen? Amen. I ain't getting no amens. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. And we do thank the Lord from whom all blessings flow. Uh, we do have some audio announcements. Do we have them? Praise God. Play them. Good morning, thank at Chestnut Lake Camp and Beach Lake, PA. This awesome retreat is for grades 4 through 12. Youth will enjoy spiritual development, food, fun activities, and leave with memories for life. Space is limited. The cost for members is $175, and a non-refundable deposit of $20 is required. So register your child today at the youth table in the main lobby. Get excited, ladies. It's time to register for the 2013 Women's Retreat. This year's retreat will take place from Thursday, October 31st to Saturday, November 2nd at the beautiful Eden Resort in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Be renewed with the mind of Christ and enjoy our featured speakers, Dr. Sarita Lyons and Minister Jody Burroughs. Payment plans are available, so register today at the Women's Retreat table in the main lobby. If you would like any more information on these announcements, please visit our main lobby. This concludes today's general announcements. Church, say amen. amen. Now, this morning, one of our faithful members, and I only, I only tell you this, hope, hopefully it's contagious, one of our faithful members gave us $6,000. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Amen. I want to thank God for them. I want the church to pray for Brother Ronnie Martin, who's in the hospital. Let's, 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 let's just saturate him and his family with prayer and all of our sick and all of our shut-in. Amen? Yeah. Amen. At this time, I'm going to bring back up, and before I bring Bubby Fan, his CDs are out in the foyer. Please go buy them. And Bubby Fan and uh, Praise Beyond. Church, amen. Come on up, Bubby.
of the Lord again. How many of you are very glad that the blood washes? And no matter what the mistake is, it washes us white as snow. Oh, familiar harmless. Him says, oh, it is Jesus. It is Jesus in my soul.
song says, I lift my hands in total praise. Anybody want to give them all glory and praise and honor? Come on, Loxley.
before the word, and the word will not be long. Before the word, we're going to hear our combined choir. Amen? Church, say amen.
him. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And God, you said in your word that every knee shall bow. We just choose to bow early. Thank you for what our ears have heard, our hearts have felt. Thank you for the ministry of music. Thank you for the dancers. Thank you for the ordination. Thank you for our gathering here together. Now move the preacher out of the way, crucify him afresh, convict, convince, if need be converted. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord is good. Praise his name. The only God that may allow you to be shattered, but bring you out with a shout. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. We give honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to all of the participants via stream TV, to co-laborers in the gospel, to our ordained, newly ordained ministers, to all of you who are gathered here together, we greet you in the name that is above every name. And I, 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 I don't know about you, but I, I keep putting emphasis. Yeah, Buddha, Hindu, Muhammad, no, it's only one name <laughs> under heaven whereby we must be saved. And that's the name of Jesus. Can I get a witness? And it's up on the wall, and, and, and every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. This morning, I wanna just wrap all of this up a little package, be as fast as I can and deal with this matter at hand. It's part of the package. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's just part of the package. What? Suffering. Suffering. Let me, let me say that again. Suffering is just part of the package. What package? Salvation. Hallelujah. One of the greatest challenges facing the believer in Jesus Christ is fundamentally a faith confronted by conflict, a witness in the midst of warfare, and a wisdom of steadfastness in the center of suffering. That too often people have painted 
to save life as a flowery bed of ease. Your great prosperity preachers, these false bishops and evangelists who want to, yeah, commercialize the Christian life as if you just hit the lottery. That if you really save, you shouldn't be going through anything. And really, it's just the opposite. When I was in the world getting high and running the streets and acting a fool on my way to hell, I really didn't have no problems. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Amen. I didn't, I, the biggest problem I had was getting my clothes out of the cleaners <laughs> by 7 o'clock Saturday night or getting my bottle of liquor before the state store closed. Are you getting this? When you get saved, God the Holy Spirit lives within and Satan brings you into his radar to throw everything in hell at you. Yeah. And we need not become afraid because Satan is nothing but a dog on a leash that God allows him to attack his people but God determines the outcome. Mm -hmm. just, just go home and read the book of Job that Satan had to get permission from God to afflict Job. And then, and then God put parameters, told him just how far he could go. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and all through the book of Job, four so-called friends that thought they were doing right accused Job of doing something wrong and Job did not understand this great affliction. He, he even thought that his adversary was coming out of heaven because lightning had struck and killed his 10 kids. He, he lost 10 kids all at once, is left with an incurable disease, dogs licking his wound, a nagging wife, a, a, accusative friends. And, and Job, Job said, his wife said, why don't you just curse God and die? Job said, woman, you foolish. The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, listen to this, in all of this, Job did not sin against God. And for 41 chapters, his suffering kept mounting and mounting and mounting. And then at the end of the book, God said, now forgive those that falsely accused you. But here's what Job came away with. Job said, you know what? Through all this suffering, just, just to show you how majestic God is. And we know all things work together for the good. You know, Satan might cause the income, but God going to cause the outcome. Do I have a witness up in the house? And, and the Bible said, Joel says, he said, through all of this, I had heard about God with the hearing of my ear. But now that I've been through all this hell, I've seen him. Can I get a witness? And you, you know when you see God, when you've been through something. 
and the Lord brings you out. Can I get a witness? When you've been through some heartaches and some pains, when you've been knocked down and picked back up, when God turns your life around, and can I get a witness? When he brings your children out of, yeah, being wayward and bring them back in to the church, you, you know God is a good God. He said, but now mine eyes have seen him. And some of you sitting out there, you've seen him. You've, you've, you've been in trouble and you've seen him. You've been in some bad ways and you have seen him. You were ready to give up and you have seen him. That's why he's worthy. He's worthy. I feel like preaching out to be praised. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out, hallelujah. I thank God for saving me. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and here, First Peter, First Peter, First Peter. Peter, the apostle, this Petron epistle is all about God's grace. Amen. And we ought to praise God for his grace. Grace is love we don't deserve. There's sufficient grace, suffering grace, keeping grace. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and child of God, it's here that Peter begins to put emphasis on how God's grace guides us, guards us, grows us up, and guarantees us an outcome. Thank you, Jesus. I, 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 it's here, it's here, it's here. Is here that Peter is writing to the Christians, the saints in Babylon. Now, I don't have time. There's three Babylons. One is in Africa, uh, uh, amen. Uh, one is known as Rome. And the third one is in some uh, outpost. The one that we think Peter is somewhere in the vicinity of Rome writing to Christians who are going through a lot of affliction. And the reason they're going through a lot of suffering is because Nero, the emperor, and followed, who followed Nero was Domitian. Nero is a nut. He wants to rebuild Rome and they won't let him, so he sets the city on fire and blames it on the Christians so that everybody will start hating the Christians. And then he starts getting Christians, putting them on poles, setting them on fire, and saying, now you are the light of the world. He started killing and Christians, and as they were suffering, Peter writes this epistle of grace that we need grace in the midst of our suffering. We need to know that God is somewhere in the vicinity. We know that God will pull us out. We know that God is all-powerful. And, and it's interesting because this matter of grace and guidance, it was Simeon is his Hebrew and Simon is his Greek. He was weak and wounded, but through transformation, amen, God changed Peter. Yeah, this, we see the growth, not only the guidance, but the growth. 
that he's impetuous, he's indecisive, he's intrusive, he's prideful, he's always opened his mouth at the wrong time, and he grows into someone who's hesitant and holy. God was able to transform this apostle. And finally, we know that Peter suffered under the grace of God's glory because tradition says, listen to this, they intentionally took his wife and crucified her and let Peter watch. And as she was being nailed to her cross, Peter looked at her on the cross and said, honey, just remember Jesus Christ. And then they came and got Peter and proved to Peter said, wait a minute, before you crucify me, I'm not worthy to be crucified like my Lord turned me upside down and nailed me to the cross. I want to suggest that part of your package is suffering. Yes, sir. Amen. I'm so sick and tired of these prosperous preachers who give you the impression that when you save, you don't have to go through anything. We're going to go through in this saved life. Can I get a witness? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and if you truly say born again, blood washed, you have gone through something. You've been through something. And if, listen, listen, it's in three tenses. Either you are in trouble or you're getting ready to go in the trouble or you're just coming out of trouble. Can I get a witness? And if you're just coming out of trouble, you ought to be shouting. And listen, when you mature, when you're getting ready to go in trouble, you ought to be shouting. And if you're in trouble, you ought to be shouting because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Real quickly, let me deal with this matter of salvation connected to suffering. One of Peter's themes is that we have this peculiar salvation that the prophets inquired about. Old Testament prophets that, listen, that even the angels looked into and could not figure it out. They could not figure out the time. They could not figure out the process. They could not figure out the product. They, they just couldn't figure it out. Because Old Testament prophets, listen to pastor, had revelation, but no illumination. Are y'all getting this? When God gives you illumination, he turns the light bulb on. Can I get a witness? And, and people run around talking about they got all this revelation, but they ain't got no illumination. Can I get a witness? And, and everybody in the Old Testament had revelation because uh, Isaiah wrote that a virgin would have a son. Can I get a witness? He would be the suffering servant, but they couldn't put it all together, but they had no illumination. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so David was promised an offspring. 
And that's why Jesus called son of David. He's called son of Abraham. He's called son of Jacob because he came up through that messianic line. Can I get a witness? He, he came through the heritage and he is the logos, the word, Jesus Christ. Amen. 100% man, 100% God. He's the hypostatic union. Amen. He always was. He's the wasness of was. And yet he burst in the time. Can I get a witness? Amen. And, and, and the Bible says that this same word created all things and he sustains all things. He holds all things up by the power of his word. Can I get a witness? That Jesus is both perfect humanity and eternal. Do I have a witness? He always was. He's the wasness of was. That's why he told the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes in John chapter 8, he said, search the scriptures. They talk about me. Can I get a witness? L listen to this. He said, Abraham was glad to see my day. Before Abraham was, I am. Do I have a witness? Yeah, and child of God, you got to understand that when we look at this matter of suffering, three avenues I want to cover real quickly and get out your way. First of all, we suffer for the principle of God's guidance. Now, turn to chapter 3 real quick in verse, are you with me? Well, open your Bibles. Uh, chapter 3, in the name of Jesus, I ain't singing. Chapter 3, hallelujah. And verse 10, are you with me? Yeah. For he that will love life and see good days. Now, 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 stop, 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 stop. I want you to see this. All through scripture, God's guidance of his people included some suffering. Abraham was told to leave the earth of the Chaldees and go, not knowing where he was going. Leave the carnal comforts of home. It's going to cost you something, Abraham. And go on out into nowhere. I'm leading you. I'm guiding you. Can I get a witness? Moses, I'm going to let you lead out Exodus, a persecuted people who got murmuring problems. And you to bring them to the brink of the promised land. Daniel, you're just a teenager, but I'm going to let your whole life stay in captivity so you can be a witness for the Most High God. And it's here in 1 Peter 3, 10 to 12 that there is a prompting and a provision. God is saying if you as Christians want to see good days. Now let's, let's talk about what good days. What are good days? You want to be blessed. Yeah. Let him. See, this is the guidance of the Holy Spirit through suffering. Refrain himself, his tongue, from evil. His lips from speaking God. Let him eschew evil and do good. Let him seek peace and ensue it. For the eyes of the Lord. Anthropomorphic saying in theology. Anthro means God has 
in Scripture, man-like facilities and attributes, but he doesn't have them. Because God has no eyes. He has no hands. He has no feet because he's spirit. He's everywhere at the same time. Can I get a witness? And because God knows everything before it's plotted, planned, and before it's carried out. Lord have mercy. God, God, God told Jeremiah, I saw you. I knew you before you came out your mother's womb. I, can I get, I knew you in the embryonic stage. I knew, I knew you, boy. And child of God, he says, listen to this, his omniscience, his laser beam, his eyes, his ears. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. See, three things we see in it. First of all, God, God is saying, if you want good days of blessing, you better start living pure. Too many dirty people in the church expecting a blessing. Oh, it's going to get tied up in there now. Can I get a witness? Yeah. And, and, and then 13 and 14, he talks about the creation of protection. Look at 13 and 14. And who is he that will harm you if you be followers of that which is good? Here's what God is saying. Boy, listen. When you save and you start trying to live pure, I got your back. Isn't that in there? I got, I got your back. I told you the story, and I'm going to get through it quickly, about the little boy who went to school, and the bully kept hitting on him, and the bully kept pushing him. And the boy went home to his big brother, and he was crying. The boy, brother said, what's wrong with you? He said, this bully keeps messing me. And the brother said, come here. You're going to fight that. You are, go up to that bully, knock on his door, and tell him, you are not going to hit me again. You're not going to bully me, or I'm going to do this to you. And the little boy was shaking. He said, I can't. The brother said, do it. Little boy went up to the bully's door and knocked on the door. The bully came to the door, opened the door. What do you want? And the little boy said, the next time you bully me, me and you going to have it out. And for some reason, the bully was just looking at him, and the bully backed up and shut the door, and the little boy went home and told his brother, said, I, I don't understand it. He said, I told that bully what you said, and he just backed up and shut the door. He said, what happened? And the big brother said, well, while you were talking, I was standing behind you in the street, and the bully looked past you and saw me, and he decided to leave you alone. Well, see, Jesus is our big brother. So when, when the bully Satan comes to you, we got a big brother behind us. And he has promised that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Don't you have a big brother in Christ? Any, in, any worthy? Any awesome? Can he protect you? Yes, he can. He talks about his protection, but then verse 15, he talks about, Bobby Fan, your profession. I'm tired of these secret servant, these secret agent Christians. You're only a Christian on Sunday. You ain't no Christian Monday to Saturday. You go in a restaurant, you scared to pray. You do one and eat. Can I get a witness? You go to work, don't nobody know you saved. Oh, I'm, let, me, let me preach at the clock. Can I get a witness? Paul 
said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power. Look at the profession in verse 15. He says, but sanctify, set apart the Lord God in your hearts and be always ready to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and fear. I grew up in South Philly. First 17 years of my life, went to South Philadelphia High, graduated, went in the military, Vietnam era, seven years. When I go back to South Philly, guys I grew up with, hey man, uh, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, not degrees, not schools, Jesus. Are y'all getting this? I'm a witness for the Savior. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? Are y'all praying with me? It wasn't good luck. It wasn't good decisions. It was the Lord who lifted me up and turned me around and planted my feet on a solid ground and put a new song in my mouth. Even praise. Many shall see it. Hallelujah. He talks about a protection. He talks about a profession. 16 and 17 talks about a promotion. Having a good conscience. Clean. Yeah, my conscience ain't always been clean. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah. I, I, listen, I'm not up here worried about what you think about me. I was a no good, dirty sinner into everything, pornography, into, come on, into sex, into liquor, into getting high, into running the clubs. I was into all that. But God, who's rich in mercy, but God snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. Some of y'all so clean, you're dirty. Can I get a witness? Child of God, the Lord is my light and my salvation. I didn't clean myself up. He cleaned me up. The Word cleaned me up. The Spirit cleaned me up. Can I get a witness? And things I used to do, I don't do anymore. Check it out. Look at verse 17. Here, here, here's the promotion for it is better if the will of God be so that you suffer for well-doing than for evil-doing. God said, if you're going to suffer, suffer because you're a yielded Christian. Don't suffer because you're dipping and dabbing in sin. Somebody need to preach this stuff. Society wants us to embrace homosexuality, lesbianism. Y'all can get quiet all you want. This Bible is what you're going to be judged by. You ain't going to be judged by Life magazine. You ain't going to be judged by, yeah, the, the latest application in your phone. You're going to be judged by the Word of God. Can I get a witness? And my Bible says, when, yeah, Jesus said, come out from among them. Thank you, Lord. 
once the Holy Ghost gets in, something got to go out. Do I have a witness? Y'all ain't, y'all can get quiet. I can't switch no more when the Holy Ghost gets in on the inside. Oh, I'm messing up now, Doc. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Lay up. And I used to lay up, Doc. Can't lay up. No more. Can I get a witness? Why? Because the Holy Ghost, he's holy. Isn't he holy? And he'll make some noise. The comforter will become your discomforter. Got all these whoopsies up in church, switching and praise the Lord. Get that mess out of here. In the name of Jesus. And we love you. See, in this church, we grow men. Let me tell you what we do. We grow men. Men to be priests of their homes. Men to be leaders. Do I have a witness? We grow men. It's like a military up in here. Not victims. Not little mommy's babies. Not people that are handicapping their mind. But we grow men. Can I get a witness? Men who can be soldiers for Jesus Christ. Men who can live right. Men who can talk right. Men who can take care of their wives. Men. These are men. I don't want no boys here. We grow men. And women after we grow to men, y'all gotta back up and let the men lead. Oh, I ain't getting no amens on that guy. Thank you, Jesus. Tell you in a minute, stand down. We ain't got time for that mess. Can I get a witness? Men, according to the Bible, are the leaders of the church. Aren't they? Now, the women are important. Very important. They was the only one around the tomb. The men got scared and ran. But here in St. Matthews, we grew up men. That's why everybody can't stay in this church. You ain't going to be no woodsy around me. You're going to be a man. Backbone. Can I get a witness? In the name of Jesus, the Christ. Look at this. We not only suffer, if you don't like it tough, if we, we you, you not only suffer for the principle of God's guidance, but we suffer under the paradigm of God's growth. As you grow, you're going to suffer. Look at chapter 3, verse 18. I'm getting out of your way. For Christ also hath what? Once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive, quickened by the Spirit. And when preached to demons, chained in Tartarus. Here's what I see here real quickly. Uh, Example. Example. We too must suffer 
just for the unjust. Now listen. If a man know not how to take care of his own family, how can he pastor the church of God? See, it starts with an example. I got to have my kids under subjection. Are y'all getting this? I got to spend time with my family. Are y'all getting this? You'll get it on the way home. Take heed, Acts 20, elders, take heed to yourself. Then to the flock of God. You don't take heed to the flock and your family in disarray. Now, now, I'm not talking about your kids over 20 and 21. They, they, they adults. I'm talking about you, you got a little child running around the church, seven years old, telling people to shut up and spit on them, and you won't do nothing. Don't come up in here trying to do no ministry. You, you don't miss your ministry. You ought to smack their behind on the ground. Can I get a witness? You, you, ought, you ought to get your ministry in order. This is tight. See, because if I take heed to myself, Lord have mercy, then others will hear me. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I saw Pastor go in the club last night, four o'clock in the morning. Uh-oh. How am I going to come up here and preach to you? Go ahead, Pastor. That wasn't me, that was John Green. <laughs> I started to say Wayne Jones, but he got family here, sorry. <laughs> They know I love them. <laughs> he deals with the example. He moves to the exhibit. Look at chapter 4, verse 1. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh. Here's what happens as we suffer in the flesh. We start putting away sin. Uh-oh. It's right there in Scripture. Can I get a witness? Suffering and trouble will cause you to leave your sin. Just ask the prodigal son. He came to his senses and said, let me go back home humble. Isn't that right? Are you praying with me? So, child of God, this, 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 this exhibit, 4.1, leads to the expectation in 4.12. 4.12 says, hang in there with me, think it not strange when suffering comes, when attacks Come, expect it. It's part of the package. The devil can get in your wife. The devil can get in you. The devil can get in your kids. The devil can get in your boss. Expect it. Every day we ought to be in expectation of how the enemy is trying to get us. Can I get a witness? Paul, 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 Paul says expect it and then, and, and, and then embrace it. Verse 13, but rejoice. How do you embrace suffering like the Apostle Paul did? First of all, you and I can't control what comes into our lives. Only God controls it. And if God allows it, he's got purpose. Do I have a witness? And if God allows it, God's going to use it to his glory and to your good. Can I get a witness? So we need to just embrace it. Lord, I'm going through something, but thank you. Because I know you're instrumental in working this thing out. Lord, my children are messing up, but God, I'm praying thank you. I know you're going to bring them back in the fold. Lord, 
I'm preaching now. Lord, amen. I'm going through some situation, so I'm going to embrace my trouble under the umbrella of Almighty God. And then Paul tells us, to, Peter tells us to examine and evaluate our lives by it. Finally, entrusted to the Lord. You know, I watch a lot of those nature pictures, and we were talking yesterday. The arch enemy of a snake is a mongoose. Mongoose is a bad boy. Snakes can't beat mongooses because mongooses are quicker than snakes. And here's what happened. When a snake and a mongoose meet, you already know who's going to win. Can I get a witness? There is a serum in mongoose that will neutralize the poison of a snake. So even if the snake hits the mongoose, the mongoose is there, nods a minute, then he comes back up fighting because he's got something on the inside. And when you're walking with Jesus, you got something on the inside. He, he may knock you down, but he'll never knock you out. Can I get a witness? You, you got something on the inside that just keeps bouncing back. Can I get a witness? I, I know you've been down. I know you've given up. I know there's times you wish you were dead. But when God shows up, you just keep bouncing back. You take a licking, but you keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? You know why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Finally, we suffer for the providence of God's glory. Chapter 416, a justified hurt. Yet if any man suffers a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. Can I get a witness? But look at the jurisdictional hunt in 5.8. Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, your enemy, the devil, is roaring like a roaring lion, is walking back and forth, seeing who he may devour. Every morning you get up, Satan is saying, let me try another trick. Let me come at them another way. Let me pull them down from their high place. Let me hit their children. Let me hit their marriage. Let me hit their money. Let me hit their health. Satan is constantly going back and forth, trying to find a way to pull you down. Can I get a witness? And every time you give one of them big testimony in church, Satan is writing. Can I get a witness? Some of us like, some of us like to show off. So we get up in front of a lot of people. You know, the Lord is my light. The Lord is my strength. And Satan is saying, I'm going to see what kind of strength he is. When I divide your home, I'm going to see what kind of, yeah, deliverance he is. When I warm your backside up, can I get a witness? Every time you testify, Satan is writing. Can I get a witness? And he's going to test you about what you said. Do I have a witness? You're teaching a discipleship class and you're talking about the Lord will always come to our rescue. Satan is saying, I'm going to see if he comes to your rescue. I'm going to try this thing. Can I get a witness? But the good news is that even when we fail, 
God cannot deny himself. His word is forever settled in heaven. So if you can't back the word up, the word backs you up. Can I get a witness? He's able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. He deals with a joint hope. Yeah, steadfast, resisting him in the faith, verse 9. But then the jubilant healing, that's where we close. But the God of all grace. He's the God of suffering grace. He's the God of sufficient grace. He's the God of staying grace. After you have suffered a while. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's just a while. Just a miniature moment. After you have suffered a while, he, he will then make you perfect. He will mature you. He will grow you up. Can I get a witness? Teleos is the Greek word. He will complete you. Thank you, G. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. He will finally settle you. Thank God for the settlement of the Holy Ghost because we are unstable and messed up. Thank God that God can hold my feet and thank God that he can hold my head and thank God he can hold my heart and thank God he can hold my testimony. Thank God that he's worthy. I'm preaching out to be praised. Can I get a witness? And weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Can I get a witness? I'm so glad that I have a ghostbuster. So glad that I have a suffering saint. I have a servant from heaven that's able to keep me when I don't feel like being kept. Can I get a witness? I have somebody called the paraclete who's invisible but not, yeah, and he is uh, always at my side. Can I get a witness that when I feel myself going down, he brings me back up? Can I get a witness? He turns my midnights into morning. He turns my problems into praise. He's worthy. Isn't he worthy? He's worthy. Isn't he worthy? He's able to do far. He's able to bless my soul. He's able to make me hold him. He's able to come and get me when I don't feel like being gotten. He's able to pick me up, turn me around, plant my feet on a solid ground. Isn't he able? He's able. Well, Lord Jesus, why do I have to suffer? It's part of the package. Can I get a witness? I will guide you. I will grow you up. I will glorify myself as you go through problems. Can I get a witness? Because you will learn to call on my name. Can I get a witness? I heard Jesus say, hush, hush. Somebody's calling my name. In the name of Jesus, there's healing. In the name of Jesus, there's power. In the name of Jesus, there's resurrection. In the name of Jesus, there's restoration. In the name of Jesus, say it. Say it. Yeah.
the mighty God say yeah if he worthy 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 to be praying stay on your feet suffering is part of the package Acts 26 here's what he said to Ananias this Saul I've chosen to suffer many things for my name sake as every head is bowed, every eyes closed if you're here today and you need to be saved we're begging you receive and believe Jesus is the son of God Jesus died on a cross for all of our sins past present and future Jesus was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures 1 Corinthians 15 1 to 5 he's got all power in his hands if you want to be saved just raise your hand put your hand there truly saved raise your hand is there one we had one this morning just raise your hand I want to give my life to Christ or perhaps you want to join our church in your Christian experience raise your hand the doors are open is there one I see your hand come on up come on up baby. come on up baby. look at Jesus look at Jesus look at Jesus come on look at Jesus look at Jesus praise the Lord come on baby come on the Lord is good if you had your hands up come on up come on up don't be ashamed there you go. There you go. bless the Lord hello how are you is there another is there another just step out the Lord knows who you are. In the day you hear my voice, harden not your hearts. Is there one? Is there one? Thank you for your courage. Praise Jesus. Come on. Come on. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Praise Jesus. Is there another? Is there another? Is there another? About. In this church, we preach the unadulterated word of God. It cuts both ways. It's tight, but it's right. Can y'all move over here, please? Is there another? Bless the Lord. Praise Jesus. Listen to pastor. A lot of my friends and acquaintances are in hell today. Some got shot. Some died in Vietnam. Some got strung out on drugs. And they left here never accepting Christ as their Savior. Millions of people die every day. Most of them don't know Jesus. Don't let the world fool you. If you leave here unsaved, you're going to hell. You need to be born again. Yes, sir. Can I get a witness? Yes, sir. Last call. If you want to bring your, give your life to Christ, yes. do it now. Join the church. This is the best church in the world. Yes, best church in the world. Right now. Praise Jesus. I'm going to ask that you go with the ministers. Thank you so much. 
With the five men who are who are ordained, will you come up here, please? Church, say amen. Stand across. No, I'm not trying to lead you to Christ. <laughs> Stand over there. All right. Good men. Good men. Good men. Good men. Now, I would like the lovely wives and fiance to come and stand by your husbands. Pull down, pull down, pull down. Pull down, pull down. Praise Jesus. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going to thank God for their calling. Thank God for their lovely wives. And we're going to pray for them. And pray for your pastor. Because now the stakes have gone up. I know you're taking pictures and we're going to have a great time. But Satan just called up headquarters. And all of his guns. So we got to pray. The fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous availeth much. Don't forget Bubby Fan's CD. Please buy it. And I want the whole church, listen to Pastor, pray for me and our administration. We got a very important meeting tomorrow and this week. Please pray. I believe in the power of prayer. Amen. Let's look to the Lord, and I want you to come up and congratulate them. Praise the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for all that has transpired. Bless your name. Thank you for the great music, your word, O oh God, which is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. Our visitors, our visiting families, and bless these, O oh God, honorees and their lovely wives. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Suffering is part of the package. God bless you. You are dismissed.